Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast with Bryce Johnson. It's a show that unpacks sports, faith, and life with intriguing guests from the sports and entertainment world. Enjoy inspiring conversations and thought-provoking interviews. You'll hear stories from people that will inspire, challenge, and encourage you. Now, from the Unpacking It studios in Charlotte, North Carolina, uniting sports fans everywhere, here is Bryce Johnson. And joining us now is Nate Sally, a husband, father, speaker, and entrepreneur who was a college football player at the Ohio State University and a safety in the NFL for the Carolina Panthers. He and his wife, Jasmine, have three children. He is the owner of Audible Coaching and Consulting, which you can check out at audiblecoachingandconsulting.com. He is also a rapper known as Progress, and his album is called Alive. So definitely go listen to that. I'm thrilled to have my friend Nate Sally back on Unpacking It. Nate, thanks for joining us. How are you? Hey, Bryce. How's it going? Glad to be here, man. Thanks, thanks for the opportunity. Man, I'm, I'm doing awesome and, and of course, uh, love the, the football weekend. And Ohio mm-hmm. State was, was on a bye this week. So, so how are mm-hmm. you feeling about the team so far this year, undefeated and, and with, with new yeah. head coach Ryan Day? I think Coach Day is doing a great job. I feel like this is as talented as I've seen our team look in a in a in a while. And well, not not as talented. I think the the combination of the plays we're calling and the talent are have married up very well uh, so far this year. And I think our you know you can't really point out a, a weakness right now. You know, I know we haven't played like a top notch opponent just yet. But, you know, you look at special teams, defense, offense is on fire. Like, all we're hitting all, on all cylinders right now, and uh, that's very exciting. So, you know, I'm at a point, it's hard to see if I say if I've seen a team that looks better than us right now. Um, but it's still pretty early, and I think we have a – I want to see us get tested. We haven't mm. been tested yet and had that game. Um, so, until then, you know, I hold off on – and trying to get too excited, but I love how we're looking. You couldn't couldn't really ask for for more than what you've seen out of us to this point. So I'm, it's exciting for sure. Plenty of of dominating wins, convincing wins for mm-hmm. sure. But but it'll be interesting once the uh, schedule gets a, a little bit tougher. Uh, but but with, with new head coach Ryan Day, is there anything specifically that you've noticed maybe differently now that that he's in charge, or just something that that stands out now that that the Buckeyes have a, a new guy in charge? Um. I- Oh, I think with him already being in the program, that's a great thing. So it made the transition very smooth. And, yeah. you know, how Urban kind of passed things on to him and passed that torch on to him, you know, during the, you know, at the bowl game last year. Um, I think that having that continuity was, was good for the transition. Um, but ultimately, um, like, like I mentioned before, I think one of the biggest things is, uh, you know, it looks like our offense, you know, I, I like us getting up the field, you know, mm-hmm. and being more vertical especially with our run game, not you know, doing the side to side stuff too much. And I think we have a, a bruiser at running back who can who can hit a home run as well. And we're we're taking advantage of that and Fields isn't a quarterback that wants to run too much, uh, even though he's highly capable, um, but he has a great arm and, and does a great job with that. So I think they're doing a good job of balancing quarterback run, him throwing it in the pocket, uh, and then, you know, 
utilizing that, you know, beast of a running back we had back there uh, in Dobbins. Um, so it's exciting to see. I think ultimately, you know, it's clear that Ryan Day has been around, that Coach Day has been around, and he understands the team's strengths. And it seems like every game we're playing to that. And last but not least, I love how even though we've had dominating games, he's kept the starters in for a certain period of time mm. and he hasn't let off the gas. Mm. Like, And I like that because we're going to need that, you know, when we do get into a dog fight, you know, those guys aren't, aren't going to be accustomed to, you know, getting out of the game in the third quarter. Uh, he, he's staying on them and having them, you know, continue to keep that rhythm going. So. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see as we continue the season. Absolutely. Nate Sally, our guest right now on Unpacking It, former Ohio State safety and also played for the Carolina Panthers in the NFL. And the Panthers are playing in London. And I'm curious your your thoughts on the quarterback situation with the Panthers. And, of course, we know, yeah. you know franchise quarterback Cam Newton injured didn't play well right. to, to start this season, didn't play well at the end of last season, and, and Kyle Allen has has come in and, and won games for, for the Panthers and in many ways just not making major mistakes and, and managing the right. game and, and utilizing uh, Christian McCaffrey in, in the way that the Panthers have and, and him playing, Kyle Allen playing a key role just in the overall offense. But what is your thought just on kind of the team moving forward and, and decisions mm-hmm. that will have to be made at the quarterback position, uh, where do you come out on all that? Yeah, I think it's it's challenging, man, because, um, you know, Cam is such a unique and, you know, once-in-a-lifetime type of talent um, that it, it makes this whole scenario very crazy. But, you know, it was clear that he was injured, you know, the begin, beginning of the season. Yeah. You know, I was at the first game, and I watched the second game, and it's like, he can't even try to run out of, outside of the pocket or get away from anyone. Um, and he was like a sitting duck back there, man. They were just taking shots at him. So um, I was glad to see him go ahead and, you know, admit that he was hurt and, and go ahead and take a break. So I think for Kyle Allen, man, it's one of those situations, you know, where, you know, you don't know when your opportunity is going to come up. You know, he was battling for that second spot, at, you know, going into camp and mm-hmm. uh, he's showing right now why he won that spot. And, He's showing a lot of teams, you know, and showing the Panthers that, hey, I'm, you know, I'm looking like I can, I can potentially be a, a legitimate starter in this league um, if he continues on, on, on the path that he's on. But, you know, it's one of those things where the fans' favorite, you know, quarterback is, is usually the backup unless your starter's playing amazing. Um, so, I, you know, I try not to get too far ahead of myself, too, like, because, you know, Cam being so dynamic, him healthy – and most importantly, when his mind is right, mm. like he, he can go on any team and make them a contender. He has that like LeBron effect. But I think that's also what drives people crazy about him is like he doesn't show that all the time and, and hasn't shown it consistently. So I think that's, that's a, it's, it's a tricky uh, situation with, with him because you know what, what uh, potential is there with him and what he can do for your team. Uh, but it's just a matter of, like I mentioned, you know, whether – mentally he's all the way there and his, his emotions and his, and his mood is right. Uh, when it's right, man, it's like, it's not another quarterback you want to go against in the league with what he's capable of doing. Uh, but when it's off, it's like, it's a whole different, different, it's on a whole different end of the spectrum. So I like what Kyle's done. He's come in and been very even keel. Even when he's made mistakes, that's what I like to see is how guys respond when they, when they mess up and he's uh, been the same guy. And uh, I think come in and, and taking full advantage of his opportunity to play. And I think 
Worst case scenario, he's put a few extra years on his career, at least as a backup. Worst case scenario, um, if not starting somewhere. Um, so, you know, we'll see how it goes. I, mean, I think to start off 0 and 2 and be 3 and 2 right now with the opponents we've had to go through to get there, I think that it's uh, very promising. And even the two losses with how how bad Cam played and how you know how bad your team played at certain points. They still were like one play, two plays away from winning those oh, games yeah. against like, you know, solid opponents, especially with the Rams. You know, and even last year, most of the games they lost were those types of games, and it wasn't like they were a bad team. They just found a way to lose versus find a way to win. So that's the difference. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see you know what happens. You know, I don't, I don't know what the what's going to happen when he gets healthy. It's going to be a little tricky, but uh, <laughs> because they have such a good rhythm going right now. That's um, that's but, the thing. Yeah. Wait, wait, you hate you hate yeah. to mess up the the rhythm. So so we'll yeah. we'll see uh, we'll see how many uh, Kyle Allen can can keep winning and uh and and how healthy Cam can get and how quickly he can get healthy. So uh, a lot of yeah. question marks yeah. surrounding the Panthers for sure as they play mm-hmm. in London. Nate Sally, our guest right now on Unpacking It, former Carolina Panther, former Ohio State Buckeye. And as you uh, look across the the rest of the NFL at this point in the season, who who are the yeah. teams that that really have jumped out to you, or or even teams that that you're maybe higher on, just based on on how you know maybe what you've seen from them as as the season goes along? Yeah, man, I think you know ultimately, like the Patriots, it's like come on, like they it's like every year, every, every year, year. It seems like they're doing this, man, to be six and zero and. You know, Brady just playing, you know, lights out again. Uh, you have to, you know, respect that and obviously understanding that if you get them in any big game, you know, you're going to have to play perfectly in order to beat them. Um, so they have to be, you know, the front runner, if you ask me. Uh, and then I, I like the Chiefs, man. I, I really love what I see out of Mahomes um and just how he carries himself and obviously the, the talent he's surrounded with as well and I, I feel like they were a team that you know obviously they could have easily won that game if if, if the you know that guy doesn't jump off sides against the Patriots they, they have a good chance of winning that game last year so I think those are two that that stand out to me off the top of my head I, I like what I what I've seen out of the Panthers defense you know uh Brian Burns the the way he's shown up as a as a rookie um, and it's crazy, you know, because I remember him as a young kid. I played – his brother and I got drafted to the Panthers together. Um, oh, yeah. So it just, it, it just blows my mind every time I see him out there dominating. Like, the last time I saw him, he was like this kid, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> you know, running around with us and at Carowinds and stuff. And now he's, you know, a full-grown man, like, dominating. And I think that defensive line with, with you know, he and um, Addison – uh, called wreaking havoc off the edges, and uh, I think that the defense with us has been solid. Former NFL safety Nate Sally, he played his college football at Ohio State, and is a, a father and a husband, and he's got he's got three kids. He's the owner of Audible Coaching and Consulting. The website is audiblecoachingandconsulting.com. And and Nate, uh, I, I know how busy you are. And, and you get a lot of opportunities to, to speak and you're coaching different people and, and, and doing your consulting. And so I'm just curious your strategies when it comes to time management, because I know people listening today, you know, a lot of people are busy. A lot of people have you know, so much on their plate. What are some of your, your tips and strategies that, that you implement to, to manage your time well? Yeah, I think 
uh, one of the biggest things I think is, uh, you know, understanding how to prioritize things first off, like understanding like what's the top priority versus, you know, what's something that, that can wait. <laughs> yep. Um, and I think a lot of the time, the things that can wait are usually pretty easy or, you know, to, to, to fill in as busy time um, with what we're doing and it, they're comfortable a lot of the time. So a lot of times we fill in very important time with, you know, what can wait versus, you know, putting the top priorities, you know, in order. So uh, for me, I think the, the biggest thing uh, that I do, I'm still a, a major work in progress myself. Um, but as you mentioned, I do have a ton going on. Uh, you know, with three kids, with you know, working a nine to five, with having my business as well, uh, and 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 doing other things, uh, it's a lot that goes into just a a, a regular day. Um, so for me, as I did, you know, before I stepped on a practice field or before I stepped into a game, I don't go into any day without a plan. So before I go to bed at night, I'm I'm always you know ironing out my to do list, and there's it usually starts off with at least you know, a, a couple of things, two of those things are usually, you know, getting into my, my Bible and reading and then getting a workout in, in some way, shape or form, even if it's a quick 10 minute workout. Like those are the two things that I found help to set my day up for success from there on. So those are two key things that I, that I, that I pinpoint in pretty much every to-do list that I have. It usually kicks off with those two. And then from there, um, you know, like I mentioned, I work a nine to five. So before that, I'm getting up early. I usually try to get up anywhere between five, I mean, 430 and 530 oh, in wow. the morning. It, it got to a point where, you know, I had to understand that, you know, how valuable my time was. And I understood that, all right, pretty much the moment I hear my kids feet, you know, pitter pattering upstairs, <laughs> you know, my day is gone. <laughs> so, it's, you know, I have to create some me time to be able to get some of these things done. And the only time that I could create was, you know, first thing in the morning when everyone sleeps. So, uh, you know, so I do that. And like I said, I do those first two things. And I, I always try to do something that's going to push my business forward before I even start my nine to five. So mm. whether it's, you know, putting a new post on, on social media or um, creating a speech or, you know, doing my audible minute or something along that's pushing my business forward pretty much every day is what I'm, what, I'm, what I'm striving to do. And then, like, if, I, if I'm able to, you know, get up, read, work out, do something to push the business forward, and, and then start my day, it's like, I feel like I've already accomplished a ton. Um, and then I have, you know, a, a, a to-do list for my 9 to 5, too. So once I get to work, I have a spreadsheet that I have, and it's, all right, these are the things I'm looking to accomplish, and I put them in order of, of importance as well. So even that's if cool. something comes up, yeah, even if something comes up that's, you know, unexpected, I'm still able to, you know, maybe step away for a second, but I can get back and, and still remain on, on track. I don't know. I know I mentioned a lot there, but ultimately, man, never go to sleep without a plan. That's the mm. biggest thing. Like, you wouldn't step on a football field, a basketball court, or anywhere else without a plan. Why would you step into the most important uh, game <laughs> ever, which is your life, without a plan? Like, so I go into every day with a plan so I can look back at the end of my day and, and, and be able to say, all right, you know, no matter how I feel, sometimes you feel like you had a crappy day, but it actually wasn't that bad. You can look back and say, all right, well, I did this, this, and this. Like, it wasn't as bad as I thought. You know, they would accomplish some things. So that's, that's what cool. helps me. No, that that's helpful. That That's cool to hear. Nate Sally, our guest right now on Unpacking It, former NFL safety and Ohio State Buckeye. And and just the, the, to continue that thought process, 
talk about preparation, but but I also know a, a word that's key for you too is, is purpose. And so starting mm-hmm. each day with purpose, knowing your purpose, and mm-hmm. and as you whether it's speaking or coaching or consulting, what are the most common roadblocks that that you find or or you try to help people overcome? For, for you know people that are struggling to to either not know their purpose or not mm-hmm. pursue their purpose or or to not take the steps toward you know really living that out what what are some of those roadblocks that that you've encountered yeah I think two of the main ones is uh you know some people just don't know you know they don't they've never even taken the time to understand what they were put on this earth for sometimes I ask them that you know it's like oh I never thought of it and you know for me, you know, I, I, I just did it, you know, really, and took it seriously, you know, five, six years ago. Um, so for me, it's like normal now. But, you know, you know, I have to put myself back in that space where I didn't know either. Mm. And that's where I want more people to get to, to understanding, all right, this is what I was put on this earth for. And when you're living from that space, uh, it makes all the difference um, and gives you the extra drive on those dog days when it's tough to, you know, to push through and you want to you want to give up. Yeah. Um, when you understand your purpose and your why, and in and, and in every case, I believe that why and purpose ultimately is going to be bigger than just you, and that's mm-hmm. what's going to help you to push through. So that's one big thing, just helping people to identify even what that is for them. And I love you know seeing when people are able to to realize that and to start walking in that and living in that. Uh, and then ultimately, the biggest hurdle, you know, for myself and for for others, we get in our own way. You know, we are our, our biggest obstacle. You know, mm-hmm. we can we can clearly understand and know, hey, you know, I'm at my best when I do this. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, I keep doing this thing over here and I can't seem to get like that's why the coaching business is so big right now. It's like people need that extra nudge. Like, hey, stop me from going back there because I, <laughs> I don't know why I can't stop doing it. I battle with it. and I battle with it still. You know, you have those thoughts in your mind and, you know, the enemy telling me, telling you what you can and can't do. And, and ultimately I think just trusting God through it all and believing that he would not, he would not put us in any situation that we're not capable of handling and just trusting him through it all and just continuing to step, keep moving, keep pushing forward is a big thing for me. So I, I, I try to get out of my own way, man. And, and I try, and that's a big thing that I see people do. You know, they're clearly tell me, um, you know, what a good day looks like for them, you know, what they envision their lives being like, but then they're turn around and also give me, you know, some things that they're doing and actions that are definitely not aligned with that. And they'll mm-hmm. clearly state that, but they still battle with it, you know? So I think yeah. that it's something that has been that way since the beginning of time with Adam and Eve, they knew, <laughs> they knew what they shouldn't do and they went ahead and did it. And it's, it's been a battle since then. No, that's a, that's a good word. We, we really do get in, in our own way. And, and ultimately mm-hmm. we, uh, we try to go our own way too versus mm-hmm. God's way, his purpose, his plan and, and remaining, you know, just in his will and, and, and trusting him that, that, yeah, the situations that we face, he'll give us the strength and the power that we need to get through those uh, situations and, and to be able to persevere. And, and another mm-hmm. kind of word that, that I, I know you speak on and, and believe in, mm-hmm. of course, is persistence and, yeah. and, and perseverance and, and, and all that kind of goes along with, with both of those words. Uh, but, but what mm-hmm. have you learned uh, about that kind of topic and, and, and how does your faith impact mm-hmm. your, your understanding of persistence and, and perseverance? Yeah, most definitely. Um, you know, for me, and just in general, as I've, you know, 
gotten, you know, read the Bible more and just read stories of, of individuals who, who accomplished and achieved success in life. Um, that's one key thing that I've seen that differentiates those who achieve success and reach their goals and live the life that they feel called to live and those who don't is that they don't give up. Mm. You know, ultimately, when we understand what our purpose is and what we're put on this earth for, we have to commit to that. Um, you know, I, I speak to people about, you know, burning your ships or, or I had another, you know, individual tell me one time when you're operating in your purpose, there is no plan B. So I think, you know, fully committing to, you know, what you feel called to do and what God has put you on this earth to do is, is, is paramount to you becoming who you can be and who you're, who you put on this earth to be. Um, so I think that that's what, what comes to mind for me. And ultimately I had to learn that. You know, and I, I teach my kids that to this day, you know, quitting is not an option. Mm. You know, you start something, you're going to finish. And that's something that I firmly believe that, you know, if you begin those habits now, it's going to be much tougher to, to break them as you get older. So, you know, my daughter, she quit soccer at like three years old and I was very disappointed. I didn't yell at her. I wasn't like overly <laughs> frustrated, but she can tell that I was disappointed. Yeah. And even to, she's seven years old now. And even when she feels like quits, like, Daddy, I'm not quitting. Like, I remember soccer. I'm not doing that again. I told you I wouldn't do that. Like, that means the world to me. So I think that, uh, you know, that, that's, a, that's a, a key, a key like a standard or principle that if you look, you know, throughout the lives of any, you know, major figures in the Bible, uh, you look over, you know, any major figures in, in our lives that we've seen, any people achieve success, whether it be, you know, people that reach heights of Michael Jordan or, anyone who's done amazing things, they had to overcome some stuff and they, they couldn't quit. They had to be persistent. They had to persevere. And that's what makes those stories so impactful. Is, uh, it, it humanizes them. It shows them, hey, like, I've been where you are too, but hey, this is what you can do with that. And that's why I do what I do. Is, you know, I understand that my career and everything didn't go the way I felt like it should go and how I knew that I was capable of, of it going. But at the end of the day, you know, it had to change from why me to, you know, why not me? Mm. You know, what was this, what was this, what did this happen to me for? And, mm. and who is it supposed to impact? And when I speak to kids and kids, with, people who are going through injuries and trying to fight through, I realized like, th that wasn't for me. That was for, for, for this conversation right here, right now, for me to be able to pour into you from a place of, of understanding not just saying it, you know, because it sounds good. Like I can tell you, like, it's going to be okay. You just have to, you know, follow these steps. So that's what it's all about for me, man. Yeah. That, that's great stuff from Nate Sally and, and Nate, man, we could, uh, we could go all day. Uh, but, but you let's, <laughs> let, let's wrap up with, uh, with this. You mentioned how, you know, it's so important that you start your day by getting into God's word and, and reading the Bible. So, so what have you been learning recently? What have you, you been studying? What, what has God been teaching you? Well, I think uh, one big thing overall, you know, trusting him, you know, right now, you know, a few guys and myself, we've been reading uh, about different characters, you know, whether it be, you know, Daniel or Peter or Jacob, which you're reading about right now. Through all the stories, common theme is, is that when God calls us to do things, you know, it's not always going to be comfortable. And also when he calls us to do things, it's not usually going to go along with the norm of what the world would accept or would deem to be normal. Uh, we're going to have to go against the grain. I think that that's something I'm learning as I read and also as, as, I, as I go through life. You know, there's, there's situations that come up. It's unusual. <laughs> you know, it's things that, that are happening that I, I could never draw up on my own. But 
you know, I just have committed to continue, continue walking, continue taking those steps uh, because I feel like that's what he's calling me to do. Uh, and I think ultimately through it all, uh, what I'm learning is we just have to trust him, you know, no matter what, like let's not lean on our own understanding or think that we have it figured out. Let's completely trust him. And ultimately in everything that I do, even when I pray for something, I always end off by saying, you know, only if it's if it's your will be done mm. do I want this to happen. Mm. Um, and I and, and and if it goes completely opposite of how I plan for it to go, I'm perfectly fine with that, um, because I know that you know what's best for me. And I and I and I've gotten to a point in my life now where I really believe that, and that's really what I feel. Before, when I was younger, I would say that, but I'm like, oh, I really want what I want, though, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But now, like, I really I'm perfectly fine with whatever he wants for my life. And that's made all the difference. It takes a ton of pressure off of you. Mm, um, it's simple, you know, and, you know, life is not easy. It's very tough to live, but ultimately, you know, the principles and things that we, 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 we need to live according to are, are pretty simple uh, concepts, um, right. but we overcomplicate it. So <laughs> I try to simplify my life, man. And uh, that's kind of what I've been learning in the words. Trust him. You know, last thing, you know, with Simon, he told me, just, just let down your nets. Like, I know, I, I know you got it all figured out. You're the fisherman, but just let down your nets. Man. And just trust him, man. So that's kind of what I've learned. That's awesome. I, I love it. Well, well, let's end it right there. <laughs> He's Nate Sally, former Panther, former Ohio State Buckeye. You can check out his website, audiblecoachingandconsulting.com. Also, check out his music. He goes by the name Progress, and his album mm-hmm. is called Alive. And, and next time you're on the show, we'll talk more music. But, but really appreciate you coming on today, and, and you're such a, an inspiration and an encouragement. So uh, really appreciate you being a part of unpacking it today. Thank you, man. I appreciate the opportunity once again. A- absolutely. He's Nate Sally. I'm Bryce Johnson. This is Unpacking It. For more information about the show, our events, and other resources, visit unpackingit.com. That's U-N-P-A-C-K-I-N-I-T.com. We hope you are encouraged, inspired, and challenged by what you heard today. To support our show and Unpacking It Ministries with a financial gift, visit unpackingit.com slash donate. We look forward to unpacking sports, faith, and life with you again next week.